informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here, and Elliot is in the studio with me. What's happening, Elliot? Hey, not much, but it's okay. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, we had a couple big season finales that we'll kick off the show with. We're gonna we're gonna start the show with an ending of other shows, right? <laughs> Definitely. So, um, you caught the uh, Rings of Power series on Amazon Prime. Yes. Um, what what was your overall impression of the series? Uh, the series was great. Yeah, it was, really good. it was it was it, it was good. It had a nice flow to it. There was a nice twist at the end. Okay, like and I um, so I was really uh, I was I was I was impressed. Nice. I was like, and what what I, what I liked also in the series was I was happy for it for a particular actress because um, there was a in terms of acting talents there was a crossover tie into the flash because the lady that played amanda waller in the flash series okay played the queen played played, played a queen in um the lord of the rings brings the power okay right? yeah it was so but overall i thought it was very well written very nice and very, very nice. well acted yeah I, I i need to watch it and maybe we can get in depth on it one of these days yeah i think so um i would recommend it i, I, I would watch the whole series over again yeah like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that they'll have, they'll have a season two because the first season was really. Oh, I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. They probably signed on for multiple seasons to start with. And the thing that I liked about this is the fact that they had actors that were um, that weren't well known, so they didn't write to the actor, but they were known. But some of them were known enough that because of their experience, I know why they were hired. They could carry a scene, right? Right, and so and perpetuate it to a you know something else. So I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, it was. Well put together. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll, maybe I'll watch that when House of the Dragon is done. Mm-hmm. Get my get my fantasy fixed that way. Right. <laughs> and I will say this. I would I would say this. It would be interesting. The debate because we have debates on the show, and it, it won't be for this episode. But we'll like we'll have to talk about it. And having a episode where we have a debate of who was uh, the better um, mythical series. Who's the that's a better series. Mythical uh, thing of the Lord of the Rings arena versus um, the Game of Thrones. So right. That would be uh, so that would be very interesting to have, like, because they're two different franchises, you know, but they do operate occupy that mythical realm type of deal, and vastly different. Yeah. Um, you know, George R. R. Martin has no reverence for his characters in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. Nobody is safe. We we were, you know, Vastine and I did an episode, Vastine mm-hmm. and Marty, mm-hmm. about villains and killing characters, and mm-hmm. she's like the opposite of James or of George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, oh, I want to find a way to keep them alive, and I'm like, no, they must die, <laughs> right? <laughs> See, and the thing, and what 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 made um this last series uh, with the Rings of Power interesting is that Tolkien didn't write it. It was based off of right, Tolkien yeah. and Lord, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, but this is a separate, like, based on the spirit of what those two were, right. this is a prequel. 
Well, yeah, and it was it was similar in that it was like a couple hundred years before right. the main Lord of the Rings story, right? Right. So they really did find like a similar niche. Like, here's a story. Mm-hmm. Here's 200 years before. Right. Like, how we got there. Yes, how we, yeah, exactly. And, and let's, let, let us, let's build this storyline from that point, which was a good idea. And, of course, it's nothing to have a good idea. It's another thing to actually execute it correctly. And, uh, yeah. And they actually did the right they did it the right way. If Star Wars, if their writers actually had went to the same school that the Lord of the Rings people had gone to, they actually would have done a lot better on Ooh, Disney. Throwing some Star Wars shade. I am, because I want to throw the whole tree on them. I have not watched Andor yet, but I've heard it's excellent. At, um, and or not. Don't. Wow. I, like, I, I mean, I'll watch it on principle, because I watch all of it, but I take my time. Like, I just not that long ago got caught up on Mandalorian and Book of Bubba Fat and what was the one? Oh, Obi Wan. Like I had like a binge where I just like watched all that Star Wars stuff. That's why when Andor came out, I'm like, no, I got other stuff going on right now. See, for me, it was this. At when it comes to that, Mandalorian, multiple multiple seasons that I, I watched all multiple all of the seasons, very well done. Boba Book of Boba Fett. Good. It was connected to the Mandalorian. Yes. Still very good. Then they went too far. Obi-Wan just like... Are you hating on Obi-Wan? I enjoyed Obi-Wan. Um, I enjoyed all of them, but I'm uh, easily yeah, entertained. And him and, him and or... Yeah, just... I, I, I was like... I didn't last beyond the first episodes. Oh, of- that's your problem, though. You're quitting on these shows. Like, if the first episode doesn't trip your trigger, I'm surprised that you have stuck with House of the Dragon because, Mm -hmm. honestly, you could make a case that this whole season of House of the Dragon has not been particularly exciting. It hasn't been. It's all the setup for the Dance of the Dragons, Uh, which is going to be freaking epic. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is is that... um, um, you're more into that lore than I am, but the thing is that, yes, it has at times felt pedantic, right? Very, very just like prodding. But there was something about the flow that just made sense to me. When it comes to what they were doing with Obi-Wan, and I, and I, just, I, think, it could, I think the idea was good. I It's just the, there's something in the execution just left... Like I'm like this. It feels like drier than Dale Cornbread. I'm like I, I just like. I will out. say this. I, I think that there is a massive plot hole in Star Wars. Uh huh. And I think I might have mentioned this on the over the fence we did this season. Remind me. Um, why on earth does Obi Wan think hiding Luke Skywalker? Mm-hmm. On Anakin Skywalker's home planet of Tatooine mm. is the best plan. Literally, with, I mean, they're they're Luke's uncles, so they would be Anakin's siblings, right? Like, Darth Vader doesn't think to look back home, right? Like, like he hears about some Skywalker kid, right? Like, and he doesn't like. I, I was. When when I put that together, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait a minute! Did nobody write a continuity book for this?" <laughs> no, but they obviously did not. Um, 
Well, okay, so before we go deep into that, because that could be... That, that, that's a whole discussion in and of itself. Right. And So, and She-Hawk we, was the other thing that yes. came to an end this week. And She-Hawk has had a notion of kind of doing the pro wrestling thing of, like, knocking at that fourth wall. But she was sprinkled it. She sprinkled it. It wasn't, like, all the time. You know, but it was enough that it was, like, enough to give her that different feel that she was not the Hulk. Let's just say, because you, you, you did watch it. I did. Okay, so I can say this. I, if that The problem I had with... Hold on, before you go, uh, we're just going to put this out there, because I can't guarantee we don't give spoilers. Uh, if you have not watched She-Hulk, watch it. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. But from this point forward, spoilers are potentially around. Yeah, this is a spoiler alert. I'm going to say, I'm going to put it this way. They overdid it. Like, you know, it's kind of it's kinda like how you and I feel about steak. Okay, there's medium. <laughs> medium is the a well cooked medium steak is a gift of the gods. Well done is who hurt you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you be putting me on that medium. Medium to me is well done. I want that bad boy, medium rare, maybe even rare. Okay, okay, but I want that cow, barely done mooing. But well done, like the rating of well done, that level. Is who hurt you? Who told you a lie that that was? Told you that was a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you, you, like so, you someone, someone likes eating charcoal, and it's not me, right? And so that was kind of like where I am with how the final episode, because it was really considering like the other Disney Avengers esque series. The last serious couple, tone. Have I've been? I've been no. We're talking about, we're talking about Hawkeye. And um, I'm gonna say that like some some of the some I'm talking about the in the series that's been on the Disney yeah thing has like because the character herself in the Avengers was phenomenal. I'm gonna say what they've been doing with these segments. Some of them, it was like, y'all, what were you doing? What was what what's the plan with this? And okay, so I'm gonna put something out there. Okay. All right. I think what they're doing is they are making the TV shows about these characters mm-hmm. a little more fun. Yes, and they're not wise. They're not super serious uh-huh. because that allows them to have that tone a little bit in the movies. Uh-huh. I think Hawkeye still had plenty of serious tone to it. Uh-huh. I know that you didn't like it, and I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. I think it moved the character along. It moved toward him passing the mantle. And I think that's the other thing that is very important is Jeremy Renner is not a young man. No, he's not. So they needed to, in order to move the franchise forward, whether you like Haley Steinfeld in that role or not, Mm -hmm. or you like how the role is written or not, it is irrelevant. They've chosen her, right? And, and, that, and that's fine. It's, 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 it's like, and all you're saying that could do all of that is the way that it was. I'm, I'm like your co-host of Vastine and Marty. Vastine, we're like we're both authors. I'm going to be picky when it comes to the writing of something. Uh-huh. Like I say, because you can still make it fun. You can still do all that stuff, but that, but you don't have to make it a root canal. And some of them. Uh, some of them work like that. Moon Knight, I, I gave that a couple of things. Both 
both Hawkeye and Moon Knight, I gave several episodes. And I was just like, no, I will say I gave up on Moon Knight. Yeah, I like, I, I said, so, so She-Hulk has been, for me, I've been wanting a She-Hulk character for quite some time. When I was a younger man, she would. But but, but here's the thing: when I when I was a younger man, the woman that I had ideas of being She-Hulk, God rest her soul. Yes, China, right? <laughs> like she wouldn't have needed like CGI. No, as I said, she was she couldn't play Jennifer Walters. No, no, yeah, well, no, she couldn't have. But all that being said, though, I just kind of like felt like that 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 was like my, my choice. Kind of like how I had Scott Steiner being Wolverine, not Hugh Jackman. Because Wolverine, because Wolverine in the comics is five three. Big Papa Pump was gonna be Wolverine in my head. He was the perfect choice because because Wolverine, like okay, okay, we're off track. Oh yeah, but but I will, I will say this. Okay, I'll say why. I'll say why. We'll move on because Wolverine is short. Raspy has a bad attitude. Scott Steiner is short. Raspy has a bad attitude. They're both Wolverine is stocky, is strong, but because of all the muscles and he's short, he's stocky built. Scott Steiner is the same way. Hugh Jackman was not big pop. Wolverine as a Wolverine. Wolverine that's six foot four. Wolverine is like not looking at Cyclops in the eye, but in the movies, Cyclops and Wolverine are having an eye to eye, face to face chat. I'm like that's not <laughs> like. Oh my now, granted, Hugh Jackman is a way better actor than Scott Steiner. That's not a that's not debatable, <laughs> but. But I'm just saying, oh though. Oh, my God. Are you going to break up some Steiner math? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, um, Braun Breaker has been uh, breaking out Steiner math. Right. I was like, all right, all right. Well, uh-huh. that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, but nevertheless, though, like, the problem I had with She-Hulk was that fourth wall, the way they, they I mean, they just walked all the way amongst it. And I was just was like, not. So, uh, Yes. I'm torn because it was a lot. It was. It was a lot. But I did enjoy what they did. Like, her crawling out of, like, I found it amusing. It was very much a nice, big meta joke. Mm -hmm. And then for her to encounter Kevin, Mm -hmm. which was supposed to be Kevin Feige, Mm -hmm. the the head of Marvel Studios, Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, look at this. Dude's bringing himself into the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much. Right. But it also, it was it was a good joke mm-hmm. to address some of the formulaic things. Like, that part, to me, was actually really well done. Mm-hmm. It was really well done until they kind of just, like, rewound and went like, just completely changed how the story was going to be. And it's like, well, no, I wanted to see how that fight was going to get right. Yeah, I was, it, it, it would have been more interesting to me how they go ahead and let her and that dude fight. I wanted to see that. Right. Right. You know, I did not want to see, because I, but, but at, you know, the throwing in of Abomination, like, no, uh, Abomination is like, He's the Hulk, just not the Hulk. He's would have ripped her like that. Wouldn't even hurt my feelings to see Hulk and Abomination fight more. Yeah, but they, but they, obviously they changed the, the, the. This is a creative licensing though. In the when they originally fought, when it was, um, they were closer to the same size. Yes, they? that was yeah. And so like the fact that they made Abomination so much bigger 
They're not like what 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 happened? <laughs> like like y'all completely got that completely messed up. Well, okay, so did they mess it up, or is that just a product of Smart Hulk? Is Smart Hulk not as big as Raging Fueled by Rage Hulk? That might be the case. I think it could be, because I felt like Hulk in the first Avengers movie was bigger than than Smart Hulk. Right. And so maybe that's how the melding of the two come together. Come together. Like that's all. That's my theory. I also think it's it's probably easier to do better CGI. CGI with Hulk being a little bit smaller and being a little bit closer to Ruffalo's size. I mean, he's still like five times Ruffalo's actual size, right? But because he still has to be taller than She Hulk, because She Hulk is like six seven when she's that. When she's She Hulk, where Jennifer yeah. Walters is like five foot three, tiny, yeah. right? Like, but still a very cute actress, though. Oh, yeah, no. I am all... She could, she could be my lawyer. I am fully on board for Tatiana Maslany. Uh, yeah. He's excellent. Like I told you before, go back, watch Orphan Black. Matter of fact, watch it now because they're doing a follow-up series, a reboot type of deal, or a sequel series with Kristen Ritter. Who's that? You would know her as Jessica Jones. Oh, they did that to her? Man, I mean, she's not going to be back in the mouth. Well, no, no, she's doing both. I mean, listen, they brought back Daredevil. Yes, they did. I'm glad they went for I'm glad they brought back that little hanging that thing. Because in the comics, that, I don't, at least in my era, that connection of the two of them being lawyers never happened. Oh, really? Right. So the fact is that they went and they did that. I'm like, I said, I can feel that. Plus, I do feel that they're getting ready to start that what they are setting up. I can see this. Because there was, there was the proliferation of the Avengers. There was the West Coast Avengers, and there was the East Coast Avengers. And wasn't there Great Lakes Avengers? And no, like... no, no, not that. We were we're not about Ohio. We're just about Ohio. There's nothing exciting about Ohio. No one cares. About well, I think they're Chicago based, but oh well, yeah, you know, well maybe I don't know. Great Lakes are five huge lakes. Yes, no, but I but 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 there was a West Coast Avengers, and She Hulk and She Hulk was a part of that. Right. So I could see that actually. There, them setting the groundwork for that. Well, and I've I've heard they're working toward an all female team of Avengers. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be new to me, but granted this Apparently it has precedence in the comics. Uh-huh. Um I I don't know the exact there's there's a fancy name for them, but mm-hmm. I want to say She Hulk was part of it. Mm-hmm. I think Black Widow was part of it, but obviously she can't be part of this one. Mm-hmm. Although, if they move the title of Black Widow to um, the other girl, mm-hmm. I can't remember um, the blonde, the blonde hair woman. Yeah, Florence Pugh is is the actress. Right, we talked about her a couple weeks ago. And, right, um, but I don't remember her character's name. And she's the, the Black Widow name as a mantle, kind of like Iron Man, Hawkeye. Right. No, there's the, precedence the, for Iron Heart. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um, even rescue Gwyneth, you know, Pepper Potts in the suit. Right. And then Black Panther, because the fact is that what they're... What... Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen with uh, Shuri, and if she's going to become Black Panther, then... And in the, in, the, in the comic book series, pre, you know, pre-Disney purchase, they had moved on from T'Challa. Okay. Right. They had, and, and Shuri, at some point, had become Black Panther. That was 
again, a lot of, and what Disney is doing, and I give them, I will give them credit for this, because the people that are paying the tickets are the ones that like when they were growing up, Marvel was independent, not under Disney. Yeah. So and so they have, and it's the same thing that you saw there. Say, gonna, I'm about to annoy him, y'all. So here's a Transformers. <laughs> because because they because because the characters that they're using are the ones from the era before, not the current. Because the people that have they're making the money, they don't know the dark cards. Okay, okay. okay. So that dimension of Transformers, you're not okay, getting okay, 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 but so so people so, are still chugging their drinks right, right. <laughs> Don't get nothing out, right? Okay, so but what I'm saying is, so, so that's what they're doing. I got I got one more thing I want to address, and then I do want to move on from Marvel. Okay, because there's nothing Marvel's about them right now. Go ahead. Because there was an announcement. We talked about Wolverine. We talked about fourth wall breaking. Uh-huh. That Deadpool 3 will feature Wolverine played by Hugh Jackman. Yes. If, like, if you didn't get half of a boner for that, there's something wrong with you as a fan of these franchises. Yes. Like, holy shit. You, you, we hoped, we hoped, we prayed it was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And then Ryan Reynolds did all the work. Mm -hmm. Kudos to Ryan Reynolds. And the Disney, and the Disney Universe bank account. I don't think that was the motivation for Jackman. Really? No, he's made a ton of money. Mm -hmm. He he talked about Wolverine running its course. He'd made a boatload of money. Uh -huh. He wants to do all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're talking about the same guy who went from playing Wolverine to playing the greatest showman. And then to Le doing Le Mans. Yes, yeah. To, like, the guy has range. He has ability. And he was trying to, you know, catch himself a little Oscar bait. So they're saying he's kind of talented. He is. He's a little he's bit talented. Not as good as me, but he'll, he'll get there one day. I hope that someday in your fledgling movie career, you run into him on a set. And I want you to call me when that happens. <laughs> because I'm going to have that little piece of audio queued up. And I'm gonna play it over the phone, and then listen as he kicks your ass. Like he said, that that arms like if Bobby Lashley ever listens to um, an episode of this podcast, is none of those things. He hears me say, "Hey, if I get you in a match, get you in the ring, I'm gonna make you tap." Oh, Captain Distracted. Yeah. Also, he called out Bobby Lashley. Take a drink. Yes. <laughs> Bobby don't want none of me. This is Houston's my town, baby. All right. So at this point, folks. Listeners, you need another beer because Elliot's hit a, quite quite a few of his greatest hits in the drinking game. Uh huh. So we're gonna take a real quick little stop, and then we are going to hit the actual planned segments for this show. <laughs> right. We are going to do news of the weird animal edition. Yes, we are. All right, we are back. We had a little chili break because I had a nice pot of chili going while we were recording. So it was smelling too good to not eat. <laughs> All right. So we are delicious. back. And Elliot, before we started recording, you were telling me, as I was telling you the premise of the today's show topic, mm -hmm. 
that you and Jay had come up with a weird little scale for how the last few years have been. Yep. Yep. We said a few years back it was it was the it was the year of the crazy when just like things just didn't weren't making sense, just odd things were happening around the society. But you just you couldn't control like you could think of it. It wasn't hard to imagine them happening, but it's like, well, this is that's after the year of the crazy. It was the year of the lunacy. Okay, which uh, was just imagine the Joker just going wild from the Batman. Pick any year, because um, that's where society was. Lived. Then you got the the year of the idiocy, where like stupidity was ruling and reigning, right? And because it's like, okay, stuff was avoidable, right? And we're talking about. Ranging from things in hurricanes, people like saying that they're going to stay in their home in a coastal town where Category 5 hurricane is rolling up because they think everything's going to be okay. Right, okay. Yeah, go ahead with that. And then it was like, there'd be also what happened January 6th and all this other stuff like that. That was the year. That was the year of the idiocy. Everything just, <laughs> damn. And then you got, what the hell? The and we are firmly in what the hell. Uh, yes, that's the era. That Welcome to what the hell. Yes. And I feel like that is a good um, nomenclature for the last few years. Uh-huh. And it leads very nicely into our little, we'll call it, I guess it's going to be the whole second half of the episode, the uh, uh-huh. the news of the weird. Now, we've thrown a little news of the weird in throughout, you know, all 40 or 70-some episodes. uh uh-huh. But we never really took the time to really focus on it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to do a News of the Weird, kind of animal-related edition. But we're going to start with a story that I saw the other day that I sent to you. Mm-hmm. Republican candidates for office have been spouting off about on the campaign trail mm-hmm. that there is this story that schools are placing litter boxes... In the bathrooms for students who identify as animals. My response was, what in the actual fuck? When I first read the headline. Mm-hmm. Apparently some bizarre urban legend that has somehow made it into political discourse. Like, like they are quoting this on the campaign trail. It's very disturbing how gullible people that we have to choose as leaders are. It apparently is part of this pushback against LGBTQ rights in that it's the whole, like, oh, well, if we let gays get married, what's going to happen next? Somebody's going to want to marry their dog? Like, that kind of lunacy. Well, I mean, with days, though, though, but here in Texas, though, there's we literally have stories of, like, people getting caught having relations with pigs and cows. Drink! Or wait, maybe that's just me because it gets brought up in every phone call. Yeah, but this but this applies. This is Jermaine. Like, okay. Like like seriously, this is this is Yeah. So low hanging fruit. I guess it a lot of it centers around a subculture called furries, which are people who like to dress up essentially in mascot costumes or animal costumes and act like anthropomorphized animals. So supposedly these furries are infiltrating and taking over schools and re- and requiring litter boxes according to this rumor according to actual life this is not happening but this is a society that nowadays if anybody corrects somebody folk get in their feelings so they were to sell those people no 
that no, you can't come to school dressed as a mascot. You can't come to school dressed as as you have to. There's a dress code. You got to stick with it. All of a sudden, that administration we looked upon as being discriminatory. They are somehow phobic with a man or a woman dressed as a cat walking around the halls when they're supposed to be in school. Like, this is literally the society they're in. Everybody is afraid of the craze. This is what the hell. So, <laughs> it is what the hell. Uh, I mean, so. so, so from what I read in the article, mm-hmm. there there are furries in schools, but even furries in a full-on furry convention don't use litter boxes. They still identify as people. Like, there's this whole thing about, oh, these children are identifying as cats, and that's why they need litter boxes. That happening? Even even when they targeted that particular community, it's people, it's essentially just like anybody else who wants to cosplay and dress up, mm-hmm. except the, you know, some of these kids are talking about, like, they might wear their gloves with that are, like, paws, or they might wear a tail. Like, throughout the day. So, like, let kids do little things to express themselves. And it's the, not the end of the world. Okay, but here's the but here's the thing, though. My clapback is, in a society where kids are going to school and blowing other kids away, right, you need to be able to identify the kids so they can't wear So that's the reason why dress codes are, in, are supposed to be followed. And I'm not trying to be, well, I don't care if I am that guy. Because really, if they don't mind being those types of kids, then this is my response to that. Like, you act, if you act crazy, like, say, like, act like that, like, like, there's the stuff that comes along with it. And what happens in what the hell now, because we got all these years of the stupidity, we had the, the crazy, we've had the lunacy, right? And what society has learned all that is that you can't say nothing contrary to, let's say, like, okay, that's fine, but there's a time and place for that. Okay? No, so if this is the way you're going to be, then this is what you get to go along with all that. It makes as much, it makes no sense to have the litter boxes inside the school, but it also makes no sense to walk around, to allow those kids to walk around the school in those costumes. No. Wear your t- tennis shoes and t-shirts, button-down shirts, but standard issue, that's what you wear to school. Well, not every school has uniforms. Well, I mean, is that the, did I just say what they were in uniform? I just dress code. I, what I said was dress code. So I, uh, remember I said Tennis shoes, jeans, button down. There you go. That's plain. Right. Regardless, the so the big thing on this story is is one. I didn't realize that there was a furry community within the high school kids, but the big thing is that they somehow somebody somehow got these candidates to believe this that there's litter boxes in schools. The one instance they found of kitty litter being in a school mm-hmm. was actually at Columbine, and it was for the unfortunate purpose of part of what they called a go box, which was for use if students are trapped in a school in their classroom during an active shooter situation. Okay. That was the only instance, and it was like, man. That's rough. That that's they're finding out at Columbine, like the OG of school shootings. Uh-huh. Like that is really the only instance that has been proven that mm-hmm. it exists, and it is not an actual thing for daily use. It yeah. is hopefully never has to be used. So 
That is story number one in our news of the weird. Okay. Next up, this one's a little... This one kind of sucks. It, it's... It's not awesome. What, Willie the Seal? The um, the no, I was going to wait. I'm, I'm going to get back to Willie the Seal. But I'm going to go with the California woman who is charged with killing a man over a dispute over her cat. Or a cat. They never actually identify if it's her cat. Well, wasn't there a song in the 60s called Year of the Cat? So I have no idea. So this is such a weird, weird story in that. So in this Year of the Cat, a woman got in her feelings because of the fact of... Yeah, so this woman accuses this guy of trying to run over a cat. It does never actually specify it was a, if it was her cat. And apparently they she got out of her car, had an argument with him, got back in her car, and ran him over. Mm-hmm. So now, obviously, she's in jail for murder. We have no idea what happened to the cat. Wild stuff. Again, that I feel like that really fits in the what the hell mm-hmm. designation of the year. That said, if I saw somebody uh, run over Patty... Well, one, I wouldn't need my car. I would do it with my bare hands. Um, at least if they're doing it on purpose. I understand accidents happen, and, and right. I've worked very hard to... Keep her in your yard. Keep Yes, keep her contained so that accidents can't happen. Right. But, you know, I'd probably feel a similar way about Toro, and Toro has been known to get out and make a run for it. I have had to chase him around the neighborhood before. Yeah, she's run, he's run around. He's, he's made a run for the border a few times. I'm going to keep her <laughs> He's, he's Kieroing a nap right now. Him and Patty both. <laughs> but, no, but, again, when a cat, the cats have a mind of their own. So, exactly. so the thing is, is that, like, I don't know why he got, why he felt the need to get out of the car, that he could get run over by her. Well, apparently he was in front of his apartment building. He was just trying to go home. Uh-huh. Like, he got out of the car to go home, mm-hmm. like, walk in his door, and she ran his ass over. It's... Insane. So next up, we're going to go to Germany. A German man who was part of a an altercation between him, it was him, another man, and a woman. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I feel like we can guess what this was about. I mean, it's Germans. They, that country has a very interesting... Apparently they were all drunk, to too. Yeah. He was a German shepherd. No, man, that would be, that would be more of a. Epic. I mean, it's it's a safe assumption, because this man, while resisting arrest and getting, you know, throwing punches at cops and, mm-hmm. you know, all the shenanigans involved in resisting arrest, mm-hmm. bit the police dog. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the dog was unhurt. Everybody got sent to the pokey to sober up and face their charges. <laughs> I just. Like, how did he not get bit back? Because the thing is that... They, that sounds well-trained, but... But it changes but for the dog. It, I, can, I understand why the dog wouldn't, because it changes the narrative. The dogs are trained to go after the... <laughs> when the human turns around and bites the dog, the dog doesn't know what to do with that. Next up, we have one that should have... When I read the, the, the headline, I said, this is straight out of Florida. Turns out, no. It was Albany, New York... Man charged with smuggling pythons in his pants at the U.S. border. He was on a bus coming back from Toronto Mm -hmm. and got caught at the border 
with three pythons in his pants. They must have been small. <laughs> you would think, right? Well, that's what she said. Oh. Well, yeah, no, they didn't say three pythons and a ball snake. No. Or they were ball pythons, though. Yeah, they get, but they just were nuts about him. Um, oh. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, ball pythons are an invasive species. They are, are also classified as harmful to humans because they are constrictors. Mm-hmm. But he obviously is not that bright because considering where the heap... I know, right? Like, I don't want any constriction going on. Especially if they fight that. Okay, anyway, let me just go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Northeast was getting a little wild in that in Connecticut, there was a moose on the loose. Because Rocky was looking for Bullwinkle. Right? So apparently in, what what town was it? Barkhamstead, which sounds like they just renamed the American town after the English town they all came from, also known as most of the city names in the Northeast. They had a moose that got caught on a fence. Mm-hmm. So they freed the moose. He's running around. They apparently have noticed an uptick in moose sightings. There's apparently only a hundred moose in the area. But that said, the a moose is the size of a van, and then you stick it on legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think like, that moose plenty. I mean, did, did 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 the moose get out of a zoo? Because normally moose like they're in Maine, not Connecticut. I mean. Like I said, there was a community of like a hundred in that area. Okay, well, probably some rich guy has a ranch, and then he just got old and didn't take care of him. Yeah, let's go to the moose ranch. <laughs> I'm just saying. So apparently, they don't normally see them often, with with there being so few. Mm-hmm. But it is the rut, so they are moving a lot more. That's why there's a reason why deer season is in the fall. Those deer are more likely to move. Mm-hmm. When they're motivated by booty, I thought I could have swore I had another German one. I did. I don't think I sent this one to you, Elliot. In Germany, a wild boar piglet was adopted by a herd of cattle. So they're guessing that the the piglet got separated from its group. Mm-hmm. Um, probably when they crossed a river, mm-hmm. came upon the cattle, and for some reason the cattle took him in. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, like, I'm like, aw. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of cows. That's no bull. I don't know if I'm going to put a rim shot in there or a crickets. Well. <laughs> the, the farmer said he, was, he, he wasn't going to try and run him off because it was essentially a death sentence going into winter. And he was going to bring the piglet in with the cattle. Which would still be a death sentence for the piglet. They have something to eat. Cattles don't eat pigs. Humans do. Humans do. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, maybe they're going to fatten the little guy up and have bacon. I mean, wild, wild boar is delicious. <laughs> Believe so, me, I and know. Especially if they give him a, a more domesticated diet, it'll change how he tastes. Tastes yeah. more like regular pork. Yeah, but if they allow him to run free on, on the range, on the ranch with the cows and everything else like that, then wild boar from the forest, man, that is good eating. That... That meat is nice. <laughs> my my favorite sandwich, pulled wild boar sandwich from Sammy's Wild Game. Oh, that's a... And they are gone, Rao, so I can only remember. But it was still my favorite sandwich ever. We miss you, Sammy. 
Right? What are they reopening somewhere else? I don't know. I'm trying to talk to the owner to get him to open up in the West Chase District. <laughs> Forget the rest of Houston. The Heights, that's not where you want to be. They should open in Pasadena. They need to be by me. You have all the other other restaurants, as we've ta- we were talking about before. Like You've got all kinds of restaurants. Pasadena's got Mexican restaurants. Like The tacos are great. That would be interesting. Wild Boar with... Um, um, oh, sure. It'd be great. Wild like, Boar Carnitas? Yeah, or like with the, with the season the goals the same type of season you do for the pork, do yeah. that for the wild boar and see how that see how that match oh, works. Oh, sure, it'd be great. Yeah. Our last news of the weird animal edition story: a wily seal that cruised to a pond surrenders at the police station. So a gray seal in Massachusetts apparently just kind of got lost. He's wandering around Beverly, Massachusetts. Ends up in a pond. I guess they uh, they were trying to capture him for, uh, looks like a couple days. Mm-hmm. They couldn't catch him. And then after, I guess, they all gave up, he walks right up to the door of the police station like, Hey, guys, can you take me somewhere? <laughs> they, so they caught him. They took him to a rescue organization that plans on uh, releasing him. So I thought that was probably, to me, the the most uh, kind of cute story of the bunch, and that's why I ended with it. Right. (laughs) That is our News of the Weird Animal Edition. Yep. (laughs) Oops. The the most sane at the end. The most sane at the end, the squirrel, or the squirrel, the seal gave up the post and said, okay. Let me see, the cops. See, though, how much um, America likes to compete with Russia, I mean, they could have just let the gray seal swim in the pond. Then, because right now, Russia boasts the only, this is the only country that has a freshwater lake that actually has a freshwater seal in, located in Lake Pascal over in Siberia, right? Have have a gray seal in Boston, in, 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 in Massachusetts doing the exact same thing and said, hey, Russia, we got one, too, now. It was evolution at its finest. Putin might have threatened to nuke it. Yeah, well, because he's Vladimir, isn't he? Apparently, oh, one one last news of the weird story before we finish because up. Because he is a bloodsucker. Because it's Vladimir Putin. Um, apparently, the president of Belarus mm-hmm. gave Putin a tractor for his 70th birthday recently. Really? Did I say about the pasture already? I mean, he... Needs to go. He does. <laughs> we can arrange that. <laughs> there, there's a problem with when you start knocking off world leaders. Uh huh. Then yours become a bigger target. Yeah, but ours is so old that God might be the assassin. God might take care of that. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not really worried about. Jesus, Louis. <laughs> I'm like okay. So before we end up on a watch list. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of This Podcast is None of Those Things. Check us out on Facebook at None of Those Things and the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Instagram at This Not Those. Check us out on Twitter at This Underscore Those. Once again, thank you very much, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.